Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker. Thanks for joining me today with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk podcast. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, before we get started, can you subscribe? That does a big help to me and cost you nothing. Please subscribe to the podcast or video. Really appreciate it. Thanks again, and we'll get started soon. Hey coaches, this is Coach Parker with uh, Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcasts and over at CoachParker.org. How are you guys doing today? I'll be your host of this podcast and the Keys to Fun Success and Winning series for training for new coaches. It is part six and these are my thoughts on choosing a youth football quarterback. Uh, got that question a couple of weeks ago and thought I would turn it into a podcast in my series here. So let's see, how do I choose a youth football quarterback? Like I said, a social media subscriber asked me a few weeks ago, what do I look for? That's a great question and also a very tough one. Uh, in our league, I, I don't coach select anymore, so there's two kind of variations to this. Usually I have three to four weeks of practices and scrimmages to flesh out uh, quarterbacks, any new quarterback, got to train a quarterback, we've got a quarterback looking for a backup. <clears throat> so that's what I usually have got. Uh, uh, we're usually looking for two to three players to play quarterback, a starter, and a backup. Uh, we, we've been coaching together a long time, and I've got, you know, the Power Wing Beast offense and the Wildcat playbook and other playbooks. You guys have probably seen those. So I have a profile of kind of what I'm looking for for each of those offensive schemes. And since we kind of run, I personally run more Wildcat, single wing, double wing kind of stuff where I'm not looking for that, you know, traditional high school quarterback, but I will take one and I like it when I get them. But, you know, trying to get one of those, you'll get maybe, what, every five years you'll get lucky with one of those quarterbacks. So it seems like all the time you're having to kind of train a quarterback and go through that process and at the youth level. And I know at high school level, you're already, you know, you're probably always having to develop this quarterback so before we get right into the uh, nitty-gritty and the detail if you get a chance please subscribe to the podcast or over on YouTube hit like share comment notify all that good stuff with YouTube or your podcast channel uh, really helps me out in the uh, search results doesn't cost you anything it helps me out a ton and as always you can head over to coachparker.org my bookstore, uh, playbook store, and certainly purchase one of my playbooks over there. Uh, if you want to support me more, that would be great. So please subscribe. So let's jump in. So my quick answer on how I choose youth football quarterbacks, really what I'm looking for real quick, a smart player that's a ball manager that I can trust. And certainly they have athletic ability, but and that's, that's kind of a given. Uh, but they don't have to be a stud. So smart, ball manager, trust, somebody that I can click with. And so let's, let's kind of get into more detail because I've pulled out some research for some other coaches and what they look like and what they're looking for in quarterbacks. And so uh, let's, let's get into it a little bit more. So before really 
I like, and I'm sure these other coaches too, I, I kind of have a profile for my offense on what my quarterback should look like. Uh, I, I have a lot of, I run a multiple offense so I can, before the season, I know I can f flesh out a quarterback and then match up my talent to the offense. So I have this profile in my head of what I'm looking for. Uh, so the one thing, you know, I know for, for my, I guess, priority is in youth football is you saw trust. Uh, he's a ball manager and they're smart. You didn't see, you see that, you know, I want him to be a passer and the fastest kid and all that. Because usually in my offenses, the quarterback is kind of handing off a lot and kind of a ball manager and he's not doing a lot of the heavy running work. Uh, now I've had had quarterbacks do that and you can turn those you're off and if your offense is that uh, you can do that but uh you got to think sometimes do you want to stud at quarterback if you're always handing the ball off 90 percent of the time to another back and is your quarterback actually your best back and should he be the tailback and your other back be a halfback or a fullback so in youth football, and I know in rec, you know, we, we don't really get to kind of choose and recruit these great quarterbacks. You know, make sure that if you put your stud back at quarterback, uh, that you're going to run a lot of quarterback plays to use that quarterback's athletic ability. Otherwise, in youth football, move him to a tailback or a fullback or a wing back if you're running some um, some double wing kind of stuff so think about that that's one thing you should think about now here are my detailed thoughts on choosing a youth football quarterback is are they smart do they have a good football iq can i trust them you know be able to talk to them that and then they're not going to turn the ball over every five seconds and they can deal with the center and talk to the center and make sure the exchange and handoffs are okay and that i can trust them handing the football off and they're not going to fumble the football or just make a pitch and no one's you know they'll make a pitch to the ghost back and because the back has gone somewhere else you know i i want to be able to trust this person uh, that they're not going to turn the football over, really. I hate that more than anything. I'm a defensive-minded ball control coach, so turning the ball over is, oh my gosh, it'll drive me absolutely crazy. I'm looking for a football ball manager that will, you know, have good footwork and handwork, can hand the ball off, can pitch, can toss, can make some decent little small to medium passes, nothing too crazy, but he can hand in and manipulate that ball, manage that ball to get it to my good players so we can go score. Uh, the other thing is, is they need to be confident. We've had some players that we've tried to get into the quarterback position and develop, and they just didn't have the confidence to do that. So you really want a player that's uh, confident in themselves and their abilities. You know, they may want to play quarterback, but when, you know, they get... We've had several kids wanted to play and once they get in where you know they're dealing with a lot of huddle the snap count knowing the play knowing where everybody goes getting the exchange listen to coaches listen to multiple coaches they're not confident enough to deal with all that 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 overwhelms them so kind of think about that 
uh, you know, will they understand the offense? Are they smart enough? Do they understand football? Do they have this football IQ that they really understand what a spread is, what a split receiver, what a wide receiver, what a slot flanker? When you start talking vocabulary, uh, especially at older ages, do they get that? And even at you know young ages, some of them have played Madden, and they understand at least kind of what positions are. Now, seven, six, and five, you know, you're just going to have to train those, and I don't think you're really choosing the quarterback at that level. So uh, just FYI on that. Uh, you know, can they learn all the plays? Uh, we do a name game, and then we. I've told everybody's name, then we see who can uh, name everybody on the first two practices. And it's interesting, you'll find your smartest players with the best memories there. And that'll help you kind of choose who will run plays in, who can remember their plays and quarterback. So the other thing is, do the, your team, do the players, do you think they're going to respect this guy? Uh, is he a good enough ball player where the other players are going to look to him and say, okay, I can follow this guy. I'll block for this guy. I know he'll make a play if I do this. So will they respect him? The other thing, this comes with trust. You know, do I click with this player? Do they understand, you know, kind of my non-vocal, my hand signals, my expressions? Uh, do, when I say something, do they get it? Or do I have to continue to explain it to them? Uh, that becomes difficult with some players and so you know you got to really see if you're going to click with this particular player and it's funny because my uh, co-assistant head coach and I who've coached together for you know like 12 years he may click with somebody and love them at quarterback and I don't you know they're my second string guy because I click with the other one it's quite quite funny how that will work so make sure you've got that you know does the quarterback see things and observe things on the field and then actually tell you or make audibles to be able to adjust on the field do they have that ability will they have that ability can you teach them that ability that's something I'm looking for um, can they remember the snap count I, I've had guys that I've tried to train and develop and you know, they just get so overwhelmed in the huddle and they'll get to the huddle and they can't even remember the snap counts um, to be able to call a play. And so that really becomes the problem. And I will say uh, we'll get to this, but the snap count and can they actually take a handoff with the linebacker standing over the center about to blitz. And that's that's always uh, an issue, too, because they're too nervy. Uh Look, this is a huge one. Will they show up to every practice and will they get to the game early? It, it just chaps me when I've got a starting quarterback uh, and they can't get to practice or they, they're late to a pregame. I mean, you got to get your snaps in before the games. Uh, you got to go over plays. I mean, it's, you know, if you've got a guy that's, that's really, you know, that's your quarterback and they're only doing is missing practices and games. You know, that's going to be a problem. The other thing is, will they practice at home to get better and or go get a QB coach for passing? You know, that's become a big thing, is, especially here in Texas, is, you know, do you get a quarterback coach that can teach you how to pass? Uh, the other thing, you know, the throwing thing, I'm looking for somebody that can throw a 10-yard, 15-yard pop pass. I'm not looking for, uh, you know, Joe Montana, Tom Brady at youth football. Uh, 
because usually I can do a halfback pass to my stud tailback that may have the arm to do that. So, you know, you can get around this throwing ability with halfback passes kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm really looking for do they manage? Can I trust them? That they don't fumble the snap, that kind of stuff. And here's the nerves thing. You know, I, I had a kid that I thought would be a perfect quarterback. In practice, he did everything great for three weeks. First scrimmage, he fumbled every snap under center uh, and couldn't take snaps from shotgun. His nerves got to him because they were just trying to blitz the A-gap and he could not take the snap. So uh, test that out. Uh, pretty early. I, I wasted three weeks on the development of that and uh, got burned on that. Thank God I was running Beast and uh, Wildcat stuff too, and so it didn't really hurt us that bad. Uh, and that becomes, you know, you know, do they have good hands? Can they catch the stop shotgun snap that's bad, that's on the ground, over their head, to the side? You know, do they always drop? Uh, my oldest son played quarterback, and he had problems in shotgun his first year, first two years, actually. And we had to put him under center. Thank God he was tall because he could deal with that and knew how to pitch really well. But, you know, do they have good hands to be able to catch and not drop the, drop the ball all the time? Can they handle the responsibility of being the quarterback? And I've said that about getting out of the huddle and not remember stuff. I mean, because everybody's talking at them. The coaches, the parents, the players, they've got to be heady enough and a leader enough really to understand uh, and handle all that. The other thing, which I had always been, I never played quarterback. I played fullback and linebacker uh, and, of course, offensive line and D-line. I had never played quarterback, and my oldest son, my offensive coordinator, said, you know, he's the starting quarterback, and uh, I wasn't really ready for that choice. Uh, I thought somebody else would have done it. But anyway, uh, I got to see my oldest son uh, take some huge hits that I don't know how he got back up. I mean, I, I never thought quarterbacks got hit that big. I never really paid it that much attention to it. I know I dropped a few and put them out of games. But they've got to be able to take these huge hits, get back in the huddle. Even if they're crying, they got to be able to get back in the huddle and call the play and go go the next time. We had a quarterback. He got a big hit. He had to come out for three plays, and that became a big problem. So these are my quick thoughts. And in summary, uh, before I get into like a bunch of other coaches, what they look for is my quickie summary of this smart, trustworthy, football IQ, good ball manager, confident, competitive with a desire to win, tough and resilient, pretty good arm, pretty good speed, great hands and feet. They will protect the football basically at all costs. And do they really want to play football and play quarterback? That's a big thing. You need to be enthusiastic about that. So there's 12 of those right there. So let's get into what some other coaches have said. There's a coach DX Bible, which I absolutely love. He was a University of Texas coach. I've got a couple of his books and found some other stuff in some other books today. But he's got five. He basically says leadership and brains are the first two. And those are those are the base for everything else. Leadership and brains. Basically, I was saying smart, can I trust, and do the team respect. So it's right there. Leadership and brains, they've got to have that. And then the third, he's got initiative slash resourcefulness. He's got to have a good voice, and he's got to have some mechanical ability because you can train and develop uh, everything else there. But if you don't have that really desire 
to be a leader and your brains and confident and have football IQ, everything else really is not going to come that easy because you really can't teach leadership and brains. Uh, that's kind of what I got out of that. Now here I've taken four, I think four books that I've looked at that have that are quarterbacks. And here's a list of 50 items. I'm just going to read these through because I don't want to talk too much about them. Uh, you guys can see the I list the books in the back and you guys can go look at these and try to look those up. But how do others coaches choose a quarterback? And this is at the uh, college level and the pro level. And you've got my youth football stuff, but I, I thought I'd throw these in. So if I've left something out, maybe something will spark your imagination and your IQ. And hey, yeah, this is what I'm looking forward to. So here we go. Competitive spirit. Confident smart with a high football IQ, they have good judgment, they love football, they want to play quarterback, good motivator, great athlete stud, leadership, have common sense, great poise, they're student of the game, highly coachable, they understand offensive defensive schemes, they're dedicated, they'll train in the offseason, they have a perfect practice mentality, Great work ethic. They're thick-skinned and able to hand cri handle criticism. Very tough. They're not gun-shy. They have a lot of courage. They avoid stupid mistakes. They can manage the team on the field without the coach. They're easily coached. They're a good communicator with an authoritative voice. Handles the snap well. Great hands and feet. Great personality. Makes great decisions. They are a team captain. They know how to win. They're enthusiastic about playing quarterback. They are calm and collected. They're very popular with their teammates. They know his offense and the player's skill set. They're optimistic. They're a catalyst that can make everybody better on the field. They're mature for their age, a very good observer. They're tall and above average height with above average sized hands great feet and agility. They work hard and harder than others. He's a good passer but's willing to train. Physically mature, emotionally mature. Probably one of the best athletes on the field. They have a desire to win and to be their best. They're humble and appreciate their teammates. So that was a list from four books that I had that I pulled out of probably about 40 pages of what they thought quarterbacks and how to train quarterbacks. Now here's specifically what I thought was interesting. Bart Starr, one of the great Hall of Fame quarterbacks, his thoughts on choosing quarterbacks were his dedication, responsible, studiousness, concentration, good memory, attitude, poise, confident, team leader, analytical mind, ability adjust, a risk taker but reliable, very tough, takes hits and has a lot of courage. I thought that was good. And so Bill Parcells had, I thought was great. This is kind of not about choosing, but Bill Parcells had 11 quarterback commandments. So you could kind of mix this in with these, uh, how to choose is he had 11 commandments here for quarterbacks. So let's what he let's hear what he says here. He says, ignore others' opinions. Clowns can't run a huddle. 
fat QB, QBs can't afford the rush. Know your job cold. Know your own players. Be the same guy every day. Throwing the football away is a good play. Learn to manage the game. Clock, clock, clock. Get your team in the end zone. Don't panic. And don't be a celebrity quarterback. And oh my God, that's so true. I know I, I played for 10 years through Pee Wee through a big high school in Houston. And we had a couple of celebrity quarterbacks on teams. And that was always, uh, as a lineman and a fullback blocker, you never really liked a crazy quarterback that thought he was all that. You really want them to, they can be confident, but you really want them to be, to, to, to be humble and appreciate, you know, that, hey, people are blocking for them so they can go be a stud. So uh, so that's some there. So just summarizing kind of what I've read today and what I kind of do and everything. The quick youth football quarterback qualities that I'm looking for when I choose a quarterback is to be smart, trustworthy, good football IQ, good ball manager, confident, competitive, tough and resilient, okay arm, okay to good speed good hands and feet they will protect the football and not turn it over and are they enthusiastic about playing football and they really want to play quarterback and they understand what that's going to take so there you go that's how i choose a youth football quarterback uh in some sources i use today of course coachparker.org was a main source and myself coach parker and then uh there's quarterback generalship and strategy by faust from 1958 coaching the quarterback alcott 1972 the quarterback shea 1980 and quarterbacking by bart star 1967 so i hope you enjoyed the podcast if you did please like subscribe share, comment, hit the notify button. If you're on your podcast service, please subscribe and and pay attention to when I drop new podcasts. I'm trying to do at least one or two a week, at least maybe three a month as uh, my podcasts are getting more popular. So thanks. This was choosing a youth football quarterback with Coach Parker in the keys to fun and success uh, and winning Training for new youth football coaches on the uh, Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk podcast with Coach Parker. Thanks for joining me today. Again, please subscribe. Hope you guys are having a great day. See you guys next time. And as always, remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Ciao. We'll see you guys next time.